What's it like to reach out with the good news of Jesus? What's it like to speak up for Christ? What's it like to share your faith? Jesus speaks to this issue in Matthew chapter 10 as he calls the 12 disciples and sends them out as apostles. Disciples means learners. Apostles means sent ones. It's those who have learnt Christ who go on mission. And mission is part of discipleship. Here is Jesus in Matthew chapter 10 from verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not take along any gold or silver or copper in your belts. Take no bag for the journey or extra tunic or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worth his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, search for some worthy person there and stay at his house until you leave. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that home or town. I tell you the truth, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. The instructions that Jesus gives begin with high hopes. The apostles will announce the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cure lepers, and cast out demons. They go with incredible heavenly power, but zero earthly power. They have no money, no supplies, no place to lay their heads. The apostles will be very much like the Lord who sends them. They wield almighty power, yet through very weak vessels. And their mission is not one of force, of power, of co coercion. According to verse 14, they go with a message, a simple message which their listeners can either take or leave. When you understand the incredible authority and power they possess, it's quite extraordinary how the mission of the apostles centers on a simple message. The kingdom does not advance by the sword. It does not advance by earthly might. It advances as weak-looking disciples, yes, with heavenly miraculous power, but weak-looking disciples deliver a simple message. And if the hearers don't respond, should they call down fire from heaven? No, they are simply to shake the dust from their feet and to move on. Christianity is spread by faith, not by force. And therefore, Christ's missionaries do not go out from a position of strength, but a position of weakness. Jesus goes so far as to say, verse 16, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. What a picture of mission. As it was in the days of the apostles, so it was with Jesus. The true Lamb of God was torn apart by the wolves of his day. The early church advanced with incredible potency, but as they used to say, it was the blood of the martyrs that was the seed for the church. And on down through the centuries, Christian mission has demonstrated these two realities. There is a heavenly power that when 
Christ's apostles, his sent ones, go out with this message in the power of the Holy Spirit, there is an incredible authority, but it is expressed through weakness and through suffering. The mission of God is always carried on by sheep among wolves. Have you felt it yourself? Your little church group door knocking the neighborhood and inviting them to church? Sheep among wolves. Inviting your unbelieving brother-in-law to a, to a Bible study? Sheep among wolves. Going to a new school, determined to stand up for Jesus. Going to a new town, determined to stand up for Jesus. Going to a new workplace, determined to stand up for Jesus like sheep among wolves. This is the pattern of all ministry and mission. That's why it feels so difficult. But we can't say we haven't been warned. Jesus tells it straight here in Matthew 10. Evangelism should come with a health warning. Speaking for Jesus could seriously damage your health. But actually there is power in this weakness that Jesus is recommending. If you read on to the end of the Bible, you get to Revelation and the battle between the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, and the ultimate enemy of God, the dragon. And if you thought sheep had no chance against wolves, what do you make of the matchup between a lamb and a dragon? This dragon in Revelation is flanked by two beasts, a beast out of the sea, a beast out of the earth, and they wage war against the lamb and against his people. What hope does a lamb have against a dragon? What hope does the Prince of Peace have against the violent forces of hell? What hope do we have against the principalities and powers? Revelation tells us we have all the hope in the world. The Lamb who was slain conquers the world. Oh, he was still slain. He triumphs through weakness, but he triumphs. In the end, he slays the dragon with the sword that comes out of his mouth. The word of Christ proves victorious over the powers of evil. And what about his people? What about those who feel like sheep among wolves, those sent out into the world in the name of the Lamb? Well, Revelation 12 verse 11 says that such sent ones do not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. We must accept that we are sheep among wolves. And yet, here is how we prevail. We prevail, Revelation 12 verse 11. We triumph over the dragon through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of of our testimony. In the battle between the dragon and the lamb, who wins? No contest. And in our own experience, in our own experience of being sheep among wolves, who prevails? With the lamb of God on our side and his word on our lips, we cannot lose. Mm -hmm.